Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Ooh, everybody. Good podcast. Thank you for downloading. Uh, look, we're still in the beautiful new studios. <laughs> that was a cough button. You wouldn't have heard It noticed. worked. Yeah. No one yeah. heard. We also tried talk back. I don't know. Like, I think that... I Let think me try it. We'll yeah. try it again. Michael's a dickhead. <laughs> yeah. So all, only I'm hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, we do that on air, so stick around. Uh, also, uh, we don't talk to the Motley Fool today, so if that's what you're checking in for, no. he's not here. Uh, we also don't talk to Delta Goodrum. We also don't have on the show Dave Hughes. Uh, other people we don't have on the show? Um, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Michael Douglas. <laughs> and Catherine, my sister. She, <laughs> she's not on here either. Uh, but what we do have is a guy from Striker who's a northern... No, this is actually guy. really cool. Yeah, actually, this is, is a really, really cool chat. chat. Basically, so he missed him. He's like, I'll teach you to fight, but you must give back to the community. It's actually really lovely. So stick around, have a little listen to that. Uh, Michael Ross also has some more great deals from his bargain bin, but we kick it off with Friday... F- no... Ben Harvey. Sorry, <laughs> Friday, I got yeah. punched in the head. <laughs> Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Harvey. Michael Oh, give me those headlines. Pro boxer Tommy Fury has beaten YouTube star Jake Paul in a boxing match via split decision in Saudi Arabia, costing the YouTube star millions, or as he calls it, being demonetized because oh. <laughs> that happens in YouTube and did life. They don't make a heap from monetization anymore. No, they no. Don't. We it's... worked it out the other day. It was like four cents for a thousand views. Yeah, it's like that's not great. <laughs> that's not a lot. Uh, a Wisconsin woman has earned a Guinness World Record when a team of volunteers uh, tallied her collection of four leaf clovers at one hundred eighteen thousand seven hundred and ninety one. Uh, she didn't make it into the official book, however. Just the leaflet. <laughs> Unlucky. Ah! So he did there. That was good. Uh, finally, a Hungry Jack's Claremont worker has allegedly rudely criticised the size of a customer's order in two cheeky notes they put inside their takeaway bag. <laughs> One saying, this is a really massive order. Go somewhere else next up. Proving okay. that even the bullies are better at Hungry Jack's. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, I feel like that's not having a go at the person. No. Per se. They're, they're sort of saying, I don't want to make this. Yeah. You gave me too much to do. Like when you guys call, you're like, oh, I love the show. Can you play this? Oh, can I win this? And we're like, oh, shut up. We, we can't play anything for you. So that's the, that's the first problem. No, you don't say that, mate. You say you can. <laughs> you say stick around. No, well, the classic is, I'll give you a choice. And they'll be like, up next, do you want me to play uh, Richard Marks, Satisfied, or Tiny Tim, Tiptoe Through the Tulips? That's why we never make it. When they're like, play Metallica, and I go, well, keep listening, mate. Yeah. See that? You can always keep listening. See? Keep listening. Richard Marks on the way. Dick Marks. Stop it. Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. Get more after this. 6.23 on Triple M, Richard Marks. New sport and weather not too far away. It's Mitchell and Michael. And Mitch, if you feel like there's been a bit of a trend lately for musicians to get into cinema, you know, Lady Gaga did it with oh yeah, with Bradley Cooper. They reckon uh, she might even get an Oscar with Joaquin Phoenix oh. for Joker Two. Wow, 
She's she's pretty good. I will give it to her. She's pretty good. I'm not a fan though of Harry Styles as an actor. Yeah, you he's compared okay. him, you compared him to like the Mick Jagger in Ned Kelly. <laughs> yeah, he actually that's his best performance. If you've ever seen Harry Styles do Jagger on SNL, he should do a Mick Jagger biopic. He okay. can actually do Mick Jagger he's very a well. Mick he's very Mick Jagger. Now, look, it's not a new trend. There have been many actors who started life as rock stars. Right, they want to, they want to be rock stars, mate. Yep. Uh, I'm going to play you a track, uh, and I'll give you two people who it could be. All right. Yeah. So let's have a listen. This first one. That is, of course, a cover of uh, "To Love Somebody" by the Bee Gees. But mm-hmm. is it being sung by Goodfella himself, Joe Pesci, or is it sung by? The man from Godfather Part 3, Joe Montaigne. Oh, wow. So we're going the other way around. We're going um, two Joes. Um, well-known actors, but who started life with this song? Well, I don't think it's a clown, but I'm going to go Joe Pesci. Correct. Yay! <laughs> it is Joe Pesci. He was originally uh, billed as Little Joe Ritchie. Really? This was from his debut album, Little Joe Sure Can oh, Sing. So he's not taking the piss. He's like actually trying. Yeah, th- these people actually tried to wow. be musicians before becoming actors. Jeez. All right, next up, we're looking at a famous Stephen. This is called Bitter Fruit. All right, so the Stephen that we've got here, is it either action man himself, Stephen Seagal? Oh, okay. Or... From The Sopranos, Stephen Van Zandt. Oh, Stephen Van Zandt was... Pretty sure was a musician. I didn't know this. Uh, but no, okay, I'll leave here and say Stephen Seagal. You should have stuck with what yeah. you did. Yeah, it's, it's Stephen Van Zandt. Uh, of course, he he backed uh, Bruce Springsteen is sort of what he's best known for. Yeah. But he was a solo musician in his own right with the Disciples of Soul. And he was the lead singer. He doesn't sing a heap for... for so why does he dress like a tarot card reader? <laughs> yeah, he's always loved. He's always loved the bandana, the flowing bandana. Finally, uh, you're, you want from two. Uh, can you dirty sweep it? Can you finish off strong? This track is very interesting indeed. And it's made by a famous David. Have a listen. It's a very well-known track. You may have heard it through a lot of different pre- pieces of music, actually. So. Yeah, it will offend you. It's like, that's the basalt. That's where I know it from. Uh, so, this is a famous David. Mm-hmm. Is it David Chappelle, better known as Dave Chappelle? Okay. The comedian slash actor. Or is it... The old guy from NCIS, David McCullum. Oh. I don't think Dave Chappelle was doing band stuff. I'm going to go David McCullum. That's a good guess. Yeah, that's great. I was, right. I was wondering if I could throw you off with Dave Chappelle because, of course, that is most famous from Dr. Dre. 
Yeah. He sampled that. But it was actually... Oh, so you think I think a black guy and a black guy will be confused? I was like, he's going to fall for that. <laughs> I know him too well. David McCullum, yeah, who plays the doctor in NCIS, like the guy who does the autopsies. Yeah. Ducky. Uh, he was a musician in, like, the 60s, and he created that track called The Edge. Oh, and he's like, law and audio. Law and audio. Law and audio. Look, do you do you see why I thought you'd fall for like a dumb thing? Like <laughs> Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. Don't move. There's more in a minute. Mitchell and Michael, and joining us online now from Striker Fight Team is Coach Guy Mead. G'day, Guy. How you going, guys? Very, very good. Now, uh, my co-host Michael is not from the combat world. Uh, first of all, <laughs> can you explain to him what's going on and why it's so important? Uh, well, <clears throat> what's going on, sir, it's a mixed martial arts tournament. It'll be the uh, the first one that's ever been uh, held in uh, in a pub, in a car park in Northern Ever, I believe. And uh, it gives everybody the opportunity from right around... Uh, WA and, and the rest of Australia to come and compete puts um, Northern on the map uh, for mixed martial arts. We'll be doing everything on the show from boxing to Muay Thai to kickboxing to K1 to full mixed martial arts, uh, depending on how many people we can get to, to come and uh, fight our guys. Absolutely huge. Probably not the first time a fight in a car park, but the first time a tournament. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, you guys do great work as well with your not-for-profit teaching, uh, you know, local youth MMA, a variety of sports. Uh, tell us more about that. Uh, well, it's a different concept. I suppose we're different from everyone else uh, in that you've got to earn your spot on the team. We don't charge anything at all. The idea is to uh, primarily target at-risk youth um, and by giving them something to belong in, uh, something to believe in, and uh, teach them to become members of uh, good members of the community. So everybody, rather than pay fees, they have to do a minimum of 100 hours community service every year and give back to the community. So they go and cut firewood and we give it away free to aged and invalid pensioners. We uh, get the aged and invalid pensioners. We clean their yards up, spread gravel for them, clean out their gutters, mow their lawns, do whatever we have to do uh, uh, to look after them. That's an awesome concept. I was going to say, is it, did you watch Karate Kid and the guy washing the car and you were like, that, I want that? I did, I did. I've got a Mustang. I make them do the wax on, wax on. <laughs> so, uh, so the kids that are involved with that program, can will they be able to, like, when they're ready to take on yep. a, an opponent, will they be featured in the tournament? Yeah, there's. Uh, we've actually got... Uh, we had 11 of our uh, kids wanted to fight in the tournament. So far, we've only got matches for six of them. Um, but, yeah, that's they work their way up the top and... And the idea is to, like, there's a lot of people train with us. We've probably got 100, 150 people train with us, but only uh, 11 on the actual fight team because you've got to earn your spot on the team and you've got to keep it there all the time by doing your community service, by good behaviour and and by giving back to the community. And, you know, so it's a, it's a hard, hard thing to hang on to. How long has this been going for? Uh, we started in 2018, the end of 2018, I think. And, um, yeah, so coming on five years, I've been uh, involved in mixed martial arts my whole life. I started boxing when I was, like, nine years old in Port Hedland. And, uh, you know, I went on to serve in the SAS where they introduced me to mixed martial arts. It wasn't called mixed martial arts then. It was just called uh, self-defense <laughs> and um, unarmed combat and things like that. And uh, But, 
but yeah, it was great for me. So I figure it's a, it's a great way to get other uh, young girls and boys on the right track. Guy, I think that this is a fantastic idea. Hats off to you uh, for getting it underway. So you have the Riverside Redemption Striker Fight Night 2. That's going to be at the Riverside Hotel the 11th yep. of March. Uh, where can we head to get tickets? Uh, you can go to Lucy's or the Riverside itself, uh, or you can go to the PCYC. Jane there will um, give our tickets, plus all the posters you see around town and online have a code where you can just scan it and get tickets that way. Oh, wow. Absolutely huge. Thanks so much, Coach Guy Mead from Striker Fight Team. You're doing great work, mate. Thank you very much. Stay with me on this. All right. But I think I've cracked a code here in that I think we're eating food, like, the wrong way. You know one of those people that's like, oh, flip your toast upside down because your taste buds are on you. Come on, mate. What are you, for? Absolutely, mate. We're eating food the wrong way. We're eating it upside down. If you think about it, why do we want to put food to the roof of our mouth? And I've tested this, okay? I've tested this on... Uh, I've always thought this about anything that is like a chocolate, mm-hmm. like a Mars bar or a Snickers, where mm-hmm. they put caramel on the top. Yep. You flip that bad boy upside down, you actually get to taste the caramel. You eat it the other way. That's going just to the roof of the mouth, and you're just getting that crappy nougat part of the Mars bar. Oh, how dare you, crappy nougat bars? are one of those bits. <laughs> flip that bad boy upside down and give yourself, like, a flavour explosion. I even found out that... Sushi, mm. like proper sashimi sushi, so nigiri, you know where they put the fish or the prawn on top of rice? Yeah. That is supposed to be eaten with the rice facing the roof of your mouth. Then why would it be that way up? Because they they go, look at this lovely piece of fish, and you go, great, and you pick it up, you dip it fish side down in soy sauce, and pop it in your mouth, but I don't fish put, side down. I don't put my house upside down. You know, it's the way you it is. You can't pick up your house and eat your house, mate. But if so you don't could, bring me that. Well, this is We're the talking thing. about food. No, but this is the thing. Why would you flip it upside down? Why wouldn't it be? People are dumb. Everyone knows people are dumb. Why wouldn't you put it the way? Like when you get a wrap, it's already wrapped. They don't give you the option. You know, it's not flat. I mean, but it could be. It could be up to you. So the same with the wrap. That little, that little open bit at the top. Put your tongue in there and take a bite. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I we're that. eating it. We're eating it wrong. Pizza. Flip that bad boy upside down. Get the topping straight on your yeah, tongue. Yeah, but then it falls. That's the other thing. It's like I think it becomes a bit of that. It becomes a bit of gravity. Like I will stay with you on this. Like, like a, a cracker is just a vehicle for the dip. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's all that is. So dip on the tongue. Put no, the dip straight. Well, here's the another thing. Why can't I get dip from with a cracker? And just eat the dip and, and dispose of the cracker. I mean, you can if you want. You know? You Why c- can't I eat dip? That. If I, like, think about that. That's all that is, right? Yeah. Vehicle for the dip. But if I put a spoon in dip, why is that weird? I guess because the idea of the dip is that it's meant to have another thing to it. So that, so. Okay, well then, meant let ha- me give you this. It's meant to have that crunch. Why that can't salt. I have. Yeah, but why can't I have a little bit of the dip, stop, then eat a cracker? You can do that, mate. Why can't I? But you can do that. Do you remember as a kid, you used to get those little, those little, they look like a little snack, but they had a little stick. Yeah. And you just like, and you would just eat it. You're effectively just eating icing if you yeah. had the chocolate. Like. I think you don't, I think the reason why, going back to your original point, I think the reason why we don't do it is it's too much of a flavor explosion and a little bit of gravity. 
I do I do agree in that like a lot of things are not designed to go the other way because of gravity. But uh, anyone who can't handle flavor, go home. Go home and eat your dip with a spoon. <laughs> Mitchell and Michael for breakfast. Stay right there. More after this. It's time for all you little bin chickens to dive into Michael's Bargain Bin. Join the Facebook group, Michael's Bargain Bin, to brag and boast about all your bargain finds. Oh, and what finds have I found today? I'll tell you what, mate. I cleaned up. Oh, yeah? I cleaned up at the shops. I love buying expiring food, and they slash it. They slash those prices down. I don't think I've bought full-priced meat in, I don't think, at all this year. Oh, I'd have to go back to last year. Amazing. So I nearly three months. wish I was you. No, you don't. You hate the expired. I, do. I would rather die. Which <laughs> you, you might if you keep experiencing. I have never gotten food poisoning from any of Mate, these. Mate, when you run a hundred meters, we call the ambulance. But that's <laughs> it's got that's something I, to do that's with it. That's because it's also cheap. I eat so much. I reckon your organs are expiring. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, I picked up some sweet chili drumstick fillets. I'd never hey? seen this before. So they've, they've taken the meat. They've taken the meat like off the bone, off the leg. Okay. And it's like like you get a thigh fillet, but it's a drumstick fillet. That's not bad. Uh, four dollars twelve. That's a, a very good. A save three dollars thirty eight. There. Yeah. What is that going to go in? You ask. Well, I've got myself some little souvlaki pitas. Uh, uh. Two dollars twenty four. Down from uh, three dollars twenty. So they're, save a whole buck there. They're always so dry though. Uh, you gotta you gotta warm them up right, mate. Mm. Do you do the, the flick, I do the flick of the water. Give like, it a bit of water. Chuck them in the microwave. Oh, I want to do the uh, sandwich press. Oh, that's good. That's, well. that's that's the way you do it. And I'm like, oh, what can go on the side of those? How about some sweet corn fritter bites? Two dollars eighty. Was seven dollars. Yeah, there's like there's unfortunately, although a good win. I do take a lot off with stuff like that and, like, uh, Beyond Meat. That's kind of in the same same realm. I don't understand why. Who would who would pay $7? They're always... Also, those, if you haven't noticed, those things are always on special. Because who would buy them at $7? And yet no they, one. they keep doing it. And uh, so that so that was last night's dinner. That was great. I uh, had it with a bit of cucumber and tomato. Uh-huh. Uh, Amazing. Just, and some sour cream. Mm, delicious. A little souvlaki. Uh, and then uh, for tonight, we have the option of Harvey Beef Chunky Pies. $3.40. Save $5.10. Yeah. Re- I reckon they won't be around forever, if I if I might say, because they are consistently yeah. on sale. They are very nice. Because, but again, you, two pies for $8.50 is a bit steep. You can tell that they're 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 paying overs for them. And finally, uh, later in the week, I'm going to add this to a bit of pasta. 94 cent pesto. 94 What's cents. What's it normally? Uh, it's, it's normally $1.90, so it's half price. Uh, so here we go. All up. $27.60 it would have cost. Mm-hmm. I got it for $13.50. Round of applause. Yeah, but now I think, I, I think I'm going to bring in ranking the experience. Like, like, was it good? Like, I feel like you have to go, like, and I want honesty here. Yeah. Like, you have to go, like, was it good? Was it worth it? Did you want Greek last night? Like, it's all good. I need you to, like, get a realistic... Uh, it was delicious. Yep. I'm happy with Greek any night. Yep. 
But those those fritters suck. <laughs> <laughs> this week, uh, oh. it was a well-received game, and I think I figured out the name for it as well. I now call it Wiki. <laughs> Wiki, how's that? Yep. Uh, because I'm going to give you the instructions from a WikiHow article. If you've never been to WikiHow, they teach you how to do anything at all. Yep. Okay, so this time as well, we're going to have 30 seconds on the clock, so I'm going to be trying to tell you the instructions as quickly as possible. Uh, we're going to get there in 30 seconds. We're going to get them out. That's where the timer came from. Yes, so this is WikiHow's that. This first one we're starting with is the current, like, top trending how-to on WikiHow. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. 30 seconds on the clock. Now. Evaluate the group dynamic. Be a part of the group. How to make friends. Join in. You're on the right line. Start your side conversation. How to behave at a party. Disengage if it doesn't work. How to leave a party. <laughs> Ask more questions than you talk. How to pick up women. Oh, put it together, mate. How to follow up. I'm going to give it to you, actually. I'll How to pick it. up women at a party. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, It was how to talk to a girl who is with a group of people. So I think that's fine in that, like, pick up at a party because they would be with a group of people. So we're going to give it that one. All right. And or wolf whistle. No. (laughs) We got it there before 30 seconds. Next week, you how? 30 seconds on the clock. Choose a trendier hairstyle. Dye or trim your grey hairs. Get age-appropriate clothes. How to look younger. Yes. <laughs> Got it! Yes, how to look younger. Uh, you, you jumped at that very quickly. Thanks. Uh, if, have you tried a few of those techniques? No, I was just thinking of your mum. What? My mum looks great. Yeah. Why do you think? She's got a trendy hairstyle. She doesn't dye or trim her greys. She doesn't have any. Really? Now, final one. Well, why would you when you're 30? I uh, know. <laughs> final one, 30 seconds on the clock. Wiki how you could go the clean sweep today. Do squats with dumbbells. How, how to get fitter. <laughs> Eat plenty of protein. How to get a bigger butt. Wear baggy pants. How to ooh. Avoid shorts that are too baggy. Wear pants over boots. How to get better legs. <laughs> yes. Patrick Sullivan! Beautifully bowled! Well done, mate. How's uh, that? Again. Y- you kind of you seem to know that one quite well. Yep, because I'm always looking at your mum's legs. She's got great legs. That's though. what I mean. Why she doesn't need bigger legs? That's how she's done it. She's not wearing pants over. Oh, she does wear boots. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your mates.